Live from New York, it's a show that is celebrating National Croissant Day. It's first things first. Today, the Chiefs headed to Las Vegas. But is Vegas disrespecting the champs? Meanwhile, Put them on the board. My favorite city in America oh. on the board. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Rodney Dangerfield of the NFL. No respect. Okay. It's an old Rodney Dangerfield I like joke. That, wow. Tell him that when he's getting Look fitted for his rude. tuxedo for the MVP ceremony. What happens if Purdy <laughs> outplays Mahomes? Ever think of that? Ooh, and wee. finally, often imitated but never duplicated, complex, watch out. <laughs> it's a frosty edition of Mahomes Valley. I know it's just, you know, imitation's a sincerest form of flattery. I didn't see that. I don't even know what you're talking about. Because I'm out here like a hawk, dude. Wow. Looking at our intellectual property. Really? All over the place. <laughs> That's great. Wow. No mountains in Mahomes. I know that's alliterative. Yeah. Uh, alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. are you excited for Mahomes Mountain? Very special edition. And a little company synergy. I didn't even re- realize Tom was going to be on Colin's show. And Tom is intimately involved in this week's Mahomes Mountain. Oh, stay tuned. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, we start with the new... Mahomes engineered two touchdowns in the first two drives against the Ravens, and then, depending on your perspective, Broussard, the offense either stalled out or Mahomes played it safe until he had to make a big play to MBS. Let's hear what Patrick Mahomes has to say. Take a listen. I've learned to play different. I said it kind of during the week. It's not all about stats. It's about winning at the end of the day. You saw Tom do it for a long time. Um, he, he would do whatever it took to win, and when the defense is playing like that, um, I, I, my job is not turn it over, get it to the playmaker, score enough points, and get the win. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Say it. I mean, it's not about stats, right? No, but the it's about the whole win. thing was about I didn't say, because oh, oh. I saw what you wrote down. I heard what it? You wrote what down. Heard That's what he was no, going to say. Get the ball to the playmaker. Yeah, he actually puts up big numbers. See, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, He's just trying to be a, a clown. <laughs> don't not. listen. Wilds, wait, wait, you? Wilds. you're just... less than 24 hours back in the kingdom. Don't, don't, don't squander <laughs> it, sounded, it here. It sounded Let's get to the game manager Right, which it has been. He Let's did get to the show. Yes. Reaction. We're in the show. Reaction to Mahomes changing his style of play to be more Purdy-esque. So to answer the question that's on the screen rather than the dumb one you asked, I love it. Um, even if it's less exciting. And I'm going to – listen, Brew grinds the all-22 after the odd couple. Wilds grinds the all-22 before the show into the office yeah, with Josh. Yeah. I am more of an ideas man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm an ideas man. But I'm going to do something I rarely do. I'm going to go to the film and show you the moment – this change occurred. Hmm. And this is actually a fascinating moment in Patrick Mahomes' history because there's a lot going on here. So this plat, this play right here, third and ten overtime AFC title game two years ago. A lot of things are happening there. One is this. It's the final pass he ever throws to Tyreek Hill. Another hmm. one is it's much like we saw this year. Like when you look at it on replay, you're like, oh, wow. That hit him in the hands yeah. and was a perfect play. Yep. Uh, and it also, you know, I, I'm not killing Tyreek. It's a couple years ago. Uh, he dropped it and knocked it to an opponent. It also is the last interception he's thrown in the playoffs. It also was the end of the only bad playoff game of his own doing of his career. Mm-hmm. In that moment, Patrick Mahomes changed. In That is still, I know this. The loss that haunts him more, even than the Super Bowl, and that is the game he hangs around his own neck more than anything. So from that moment forward, he changed. And he said, I am not going to, in the postseason, put the ball in jeopardy. I am not going to take sacks. And we can show you his numbers pre and post that moment. So, the first 11 games of his career, he was unbelievable. But the big difference is if you look at the yards per game and then the touchdown interception. The yeah. passer rating's the same. Yeah. The first 11 games, he was sacked almost three times per game. Since then, he has been sacked 0 3 0 0 0 2 in his six games. The three was against the Bengals with the high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. The t- zero, but then zero against the Eagles, best pass rush in the league. Zero against Ravens, best pass right. or two against Ravens, pardon me, best pass rush in the league. But the yards are down 75, and the interceptions are at zero. 
Mahomes, and he, of course, has not lost in that stretch. Mahomes changed the way he plays in the playoffs. Mm. He can still put the cape on, Brew, but has mm. not needed to. The yards are way down. The interceptions are at zero. And that was the moment. That was the moment uh, where his mistakes cost him what he thinks was a great chance to win the championship. Th- that makes sense, and I, and I agree with you on that. But I also think you said that was his last pass ever to Tyreek Hill. Losing Tyreek Hill, I think, is a big part of this, too. The and style, I, sure. Yeah, yeah, the style change. Like, if they still had Tyreek, I think his numbers would be much closer to those first 11 games than they have been these last six. I love the change because now, like he said, it's all about winning. All right, Brady, his first three Super Bowls, he played well. Obviously, the first one, he didn't even have – he had one touchdown the whole playoff run. But the, la- the ones after that, even the, fir- the second and third, yeah. he did have some touchdowns. But it wasn't a light show by Tom Brady, okay? But he still gets all mm-hmm. the love and all the credit for that. I think Mahomes has realized that I just need to win. And I think now he's a more versatile and complete quarterback – who can win anyway? Like you said, he can still win a shootout. Don't get it twisted. If he has to, he can still air it out. MVS, if they had to, I think they'd have a lot more deep throws to MVS. Against Buffalo, you saw him get a yes. few. Um, but he also, in that second half, managed the game. All right, so I like all of that, and I think it's been a good change. That said, Nick, even if they win this Super Bowl, I would love to see the Chiefs go out and get <laughs> a top-flight receiver because you got a Ferrari. And I get the the most important thing is winning. And if he wins two or three more Super Bowls and it's kind of like this where it's defense-led and he's managing the game and making plays where he needs to, great. But I would rather, as a fan who saw this guy putting up historic numbers earlier in his career – I would like to see that. I don't want it to cost the defense, but can you get a guy? I think Rice is developing, but he's not like a huge deep threat. Can you get a guy, a top-flight receiver, where your defense is still strong, but now your offense can be closer to what it used to be? I got a Ferrari. I want to get it out on the open road every now and then. So I guess – so here's the – here would be my pushback to that. Last year they didn't have that, and he won the league MVP. They were Mm -hmm. the highest-scoring team. Yardage yardage was not an issue. This year I think we have seen when certainly in the playoffs, the one playoff game where they had to score a lot of points – They had eight chunk plays. They did go down the field to MBS. And the reason I got irritated yesterday with the critiques of them in the second half is I felt like they were a pro. Yes, of course, you'd always like to score points. But I do not think the number one goal up 10 in that second half was to score points. I think the number one goal for Kansas City was to grind clock and to take care of the football. And as soon as they were in a situation where, oh, it's a one-score game, they hit a big play. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is available to them. I do think, Brew, yes, in a perfect world, you have a cheap, you know what I mean, deep threat that, you know, somebody or Mike Evans is like, you know what, I want another Super Bowl. I'll take a home, or not a hometown, but a Super Bowl discount. But I think Patrick kind of setting aside the, I'm sure, you know who I'm sure loved the way he played in 2018 even more than you? He did. How fun that is. You know what I mean? So setting that to the side to do what is in the best service of winning for this type of team, I think is perfect. You don't think any of this is a trust issue? Because it does feel like he'll throw a 50-50 ball, let's call it, to Kelsey. But he's seen balls bounce off, you know, Juju, not Juju, uh, Kadarius Toney's hands. I think the last one was the Patriots interception. He's like, okay, you're done with uh, passes to you. So So do you think this is like a happy coincidence? Like, Also, by the way, my guys had the highest drop rate in the last four years. So I, no, I do. I think one of the, I think there's a, Definitely a trust issue, which is why he's being so conservative. Yeah. I think that because it is – when you're playing the Ravens in particular, that is a great defense. Guys are not going to be running wide open. And so it was a – I think I could make this throw. I think I can fit it into this window. But unless it's Kelsey or Rasheed Rice, who I think has truly earned his trust, mm-hmm. I'm not – I'm not risking it uh, you know, under those circumstances. Yep, right. And so, yeah, I do think that's a piece of it. I buy sure. it, especially with a defense that thrives off of turnovers. Yeah, that's right. I'm out there grinding. They got none. They got uh, none. Bruce still So now it. quickly, a quick preamble here, because I don't want anybody to get this twisted around. Okay. 
We are not comparing Brock to Joe Montana. Okay? No, that's pretty Everybody that is. No, I, I mean, well, really, I though. Not. So many people are. Uh-huh. Most people, people you, that bro. know. But well, I have not bro, done You gave it. us a Joe no, Montana no, history no, lesson no, and yelled at us about his Notre Dame career not last week. It was that. true, though. I know, but I we're not comparing. Facts. Okay, yeah. go ahead. But Purdy's the first quarterback in almost 40 years to beat every playoff NFC team, either during the actual playoffs or during the regular season. Also, by the way, he joins this list of luminaries who have brought their teams back from the brink, including, it's kind of a double whammy for the show, Chiefs Joe Montana, Stafford Brady, and of course. That's Rutgers. ever? Yes. Yeah. Down seven. Right. Joins the great Stan Humphreys on the uh, list. But hey. that's the one guy you pick out there. Everybody else. And Chiefs well, Joe Montana. I watched Chiefs Joe Montana was a fine. He was fine. He, he was, was pretty still good. Joe Montana. He was pretty good. Right. He Joe was Montana. still Joe Montana. We're not comparing Purdy to Joe uh-huh. Montana. <laughs> Don't think. Why are you acting like Go ahead. Just Go because to, he's on the graphic with Tom uh-huh. Brady and Joe Montana. What's the question? Is Purdy getting enough credit for this run? It depends on who you ask. I asked you. In this chair, yeah. yes. Okay. In that chair, no. By the MVP voters, the writers, yes. He's going to be at the, at the award ceremony, right? Uh, from the, his teammates, his coaches, the 49er greats. You want to know who's comparing him to Joe Montana? Uh, the guy who may know him as better than anybody as a quarterback, Jerry Rice. All right, he's comparing him. So I think he is. It just depends. And there are a lot of people like Nick that aren't giving him his full due. And what I say is, what else does he have to do? Again, yeah, if he goes out there and beats the Chiefs, great. But if he doesn't, is that going to be a slight on Brock What is his full due? Because I don't know if you're giving it to him. I think I'm giving his full due. He's a very good quarterback. That's that's what he is. And I think, and here's a comparison you can put on my doorstep. Not Joe Montana, Drew Brees. I'm, I think this guy can be Drew, and I know what okay, Drew Brees is. Good. This guy can be like a Drew Brees. Great. Now, will he be a Hall of Famer? We'll see. But he can be like a Drew Brees. The size is similar. Purdy's actually a, a little taller than yeah. Brees, an inch taller. Maybe more athletic. Neither one, little, maybe a little more athletic. Neither one had the strongest arm. Great accuracy. Great timing. Uh, leads so his guys. That's Purdy part of why they Drew can Brees. get. I think he can be Drew Brees. Okay, well, right. that's, now, that's part of yes. why they get there. Not Joe Montana, but no, still no. Well, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Joe no, Montana is better than Drew yes, Brees. But but, the, but, but I'm, one of the that's a greatest quarterbacks. No, of all what time. I'm saying. No, but no, not, hold not on. Life. No, no. Look, don't, don't. I'm not gonna let you pin me down on anything. Wait. If Zion Williamson comes into the league and we say he reminds me of Charles Barkley, am I saying he's gonna be as good as Barkley? No, I'm saying that's who he plays like. When I look at Brock Purdy, I see a guy like Drew Brees and. Drew Brees grew into being right. elite, and I'm not. And I think Brock Purdy can Brock Purdy can grow so, into being right. elite. So, and I'm not. I, I promise. Yeah, I'm I mean, not, I'm saying well, he's a top 15 no, quarterback no, ever. No, no, no. But right, but if someone says Zion Williamson's ceiling is Charles Barkley, what they are saying is he could be one of the 25 greatest players ever. Are yeah, I'm you, not saying, are that's you his saying ceiling. his ceiling is Drew Brees? No, I'm not saying that's his ceiling. I'm saying he reminds me of Drew Brees. So he's like a poor And I think he Drew could Brees. grow. No, I think he could grow into being a Drew Brees. Okay, well, I, I, I think and if I'm you not grow saying he's going to be a top Drew Brees, then you're, you are going to be I mean, look, do what you want with no, him. I, but he can, I, I mean, seriously, I'm, just, I'm comparing him to Drew Brees. Okay, okay. all right, great. If you want to put him in the Hall of Fame no, right now, no, go no, ahead. But when, but when I'm we say, hey, is he like Drew Brees? You say, no, I'm not saying that. That's no, why I'm saying when you – look, when we compare guys, uh-huh. we com- when we, we – rip- guys coming into this draft, mm-hmm. you're saying Caleb Williams is Mahomes 2.2. Yes. So can he be the GOAT? What? Yes. Really? Yeah, he can be better ceiling. than Mahomes. That's his ceiling. Oh, stop it. Stop yeah, it. That's, that's, that, no way. He is mean? not going to be the, as good as Patrick Mahomes. No, I, I don't think he will either. But, but you would, just compared no, him. I, you just yes, said he could. He, yes, he, that would be his ceiling. But I don't. we don't have to talk about Caleb Williams here. No I don't – listen, I don't – okay. So I, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't like you – when I compare him to Drew Brees, now you're saying I'm saying he's going to be a top 15 quarterback ever. No, but wild. That's Am what you just said. Yeah, Hold you on. did say that. That's what I'm saying. You did. But do you think it would be insulting – to Brock Purdy, if you said he's like Kirk Cousins because he's much better, he's more like Drew Brees and Joe Montana. He's proved what has been Cousins' problem? 
As great as he is in the regular season. Can't win in the playoffs. Big games. Yeah. Purdy's 4-0 when he finishes So he's better than Kirk Cousins. I'm just saying he has shown poise and moxie. Okay. I'm not – listen, I'm not trying to pin you down on anything. You You, clearly are. You brought up Drew Brees. I mean, I'm I'm smooth. Yeah, you're right. Because here's the thing. May I go? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Because Brew is trying, in my humble opinion, to have it humble both ways. Opinion? No. <laughs> what? 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 Brew. Well, I'm supposed to say he's no. Drew Brees no. now? No. He's going to be no. a top 15 Brew. quarterback? You're the one if who... I don't say that, I hate him? Brew, you're the one who brought up Drew Brees. Yeah, you're I think that's fair. Up. I was Brew. talking about Joe Buttons. Brew. Yeah, Hold on. Joe you are trying to have it both no, ways. No, I don't want right, it Can I please go? I like Brock Purdy. Can I just see the Drew Brees Please go. Go. Because Brew wants to be on the record that he's the Brock Purdy guy. While he is. somewhere in his brain, <laughs> some would call it the devil on his shoulder. I would call it the angel on his shoulder saying, don't do it, man. Yeah. Guy's got, guy's got pumpkin potential. Don't <laughs> do it. So I don't, want, so I don't want all of a sudden what happened to me if I'm Brew. Yeah. With Jimmy Garoppolo to happen no, again. No, no. I don't want it to be hung Jimmy around my neck. Jimmy G I'm just, is nothing I, like Brock I'm Purdy. just right. But I guess my point is, the Jimmy G you talk about now is nothing like the Jimmy G we All I did about. was say graphic. So, okay, yeah. And so, <laughs> That's a fact. So, here is my hot take. Yeah. I don't think it's possible for him to get more credit than he's currently getting. I think that currently he gets more credit than Christian McCaffrey. He is, I think, he is talked about by his teammates more than they talk about themselves or Christian McCaffrey. He is invited to the most prestigious award ceremony the NFL has. It's only five invites for that award. McCaffrey. With, with McCaffrey. Right, with, Who's a running back, yeah, so yes. that's a lot Who's of Who's also, Christian McCaffrey is also the best in the world at his position. Yeah. I think we all agree on right that. Right now, sure. this yeah. year he will. Yeah, sir, sure. this, this year, yeah. no doubt. And even Brock's most ardent supporters don't want to actually have to rank him they don't want to actually have to project it. They just want to say, here's what he could be maybe one day, yeah. but I'm not saying I think he will be. So I will put on the black hat and once again be very clear on what I think he is. I think Brock Purdy is an above-replacement-level NFL starter. I think if you lined up all th- 32 starting quarterbacks and said, we're not telling you what team they're going to play for, he would go somewhere from 14th to 18th in that draft of quarterbacks. I, that, is, that is what That's I think. Fine. And I think Brew won't give us a number. You no. won't. Because everything you said is hypothetical. I, Quarterbacks, how much have we talked about Brew, systems? Brew, Quarterbacks fitting this. And I don't care if all 30, I don't care if all 31 no. other teams, yeah. if all 31 other teams yeah. would say, oh, I don't want Purdy, I, in, yeah. in your little, your little e- example. Uh-huh. Because you know what? They all said that. Yeah, That's why he's Mr. Irrelevant. Yes. And look at him now. Yeah. What, what, look at him what, now. He's in the freaking Super Bowl in his second year. Right, like Jimmy Garoppolo. And dude is going to get better. Yeah, like no, Jimmy no, Garoppolo. No, 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 because Jimmy Garoppolo, you know what he did? What? But yeah. that's not what you used to say, bro. When we talked yeah. about he, quarterback he, uh, wins. No, all I talked about is him winning. Yeah. I don't talk about just Brock Purdy winning. No. I talk about him leading the league in passer rating. Right. I talk about him leading the league in yards you per talk about that. I talk about him Drew throwing more, uh, more touch, as many touchdowns as any quarterback yes. in the AFC. Yes. Yeah, and I talk about he looks. He reminds me of Drew Brees. Okay, but so, so here's – And could become like that. Okay. He could grow into his elite status. Okay, and, and, if, he, and if he stays where he is right now – well, he's a second-year quarterback. I mean, he's going right. to get better. I but, but no, some guys ceiling, some young. guys hit their ceiling early and just try to maintain it. We would argue Herbert has. Like that's what he did. He just well, ceiling so far early. Him. Maybe he will. Now he's got better. Um, but your so he's a uh, he at the very least, even if he's not top fifteen all time, he's a guy you'd give one of those big second contracts to. Not yet. I, I would no. Why should I? Okay. He, I don't have to pay him for a whole no, nother no, year. No, no, you don't. No, I'm you not don't even have thinking to. about that right oh, now. Okay. You know, okay. yeah, I live in the moment. Right. I stay in the present. Except yeah. for when we're saying he could become Drew Brees, which that's is I mean, you have your little drafts and all that. All I know is Brock Purdy is in the Super Bowl. That's right. hundred percent right. What are we? That's doing? all I got to say. Many Super Bowl previews for the Super First Things First Bowl. You may have seen Brew there. Uh, and I'm not sure my people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I got. Hey, Brew. I love Brian Drew Brees were on this Niners team. Who do you think you'd have? The Chiefs? Because he's Patrick Mahomes. 
Patrick I, Mahomes is better than Drew Brees. He hasn't made his call. Oh, I haven't made my call yet. He hasn't made his call. But it's not Patrick like you Mahomes. shaking the pom-poms. <laughs> right. I got to analyze. 49ers are favored by a point and a half. Rasheed Rice putting the wild, wild west in the AFC West. We're the outlaws. Choo, choo, choo. Everybody wants to beat the Chiefs. We're the ones you want to take down. We got a target on our back every day. Yeah. Eh, maybe on Sundays. Uh, are you surprised the Chiefs are underdogs again, Nick? No, of course. What do you mean? Man, I am surprised. No, they're the you. You were really not surprised. No, I knew they'd be underdogs. Really? Yeah, of course. The Chiefs are the Bizarro Bills. All the accomplishments, none of the belief. Hmm. And so the way Vegas is like, let, let's look at what the Chiefs have been according to Vegas up to this point in the season, up to this point in the playoffs. Pardon me. Round one, even though they were at home, and evidently everyone knew all along that Miami is just not allowed to play competent football in the cold. Everyone knew it. They were only four-point favorites. Round two against Buffalo, even though everyone knew Buffalo was basically running a junior college defense out there. They had played literally a day and a half before while Kansas City had been off for two months. The Bills were three-and-a-half-point favorites. Round three, even though everyone knew uh, the Ravens don't have the history, oh, Lamar could tighten up, that they opened at three-point favorites in Baltimore, and by kickoff, they were five-point favorites. Nuts. And so now you're playing a Niners team that everyone knows has a quarterback who this season played better than Mahomes. Third-team All-Pro. Right, Brew doesn't do hypotheticals. He does do make-believe All-Pro teams, though. <laughs> um, his third-team All-Pro, a defense that people actually believe in as opposed to the awesome one. Uh, you know, And so, yeah, of course they're the underdogs. I, of course they're the underdogs. I was shocked Me too. when they really? became – Yes. I, I, there's no reason that San Francisco should be the favorites. It opened at three. It's moved. You in. saw it quickly. It quickly, quickly moved, moved down. You know, it is the 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 um, sharp money came in. Yeah, that is what happened. Yeah, yeah good I job, boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there there's no reason. What two months ago everybody thought San Francisco was going to run through the league. Then they thought that about Baltimore. And there's no reason they should be number one. The Chiefs. Embiid, Miami, Buffalo, and Boston. They beat a Pro Bowl quarterback in Tua. They beat the presumable MVP or soon-to-be MVP in Lamar Jackson. And they beat another guy that's in the top five for MVP voting. Yep. All right. They beat the team that destroyed San Francisco. Okay. And so, like, there's no reason. And they, San Francisco has not looked great in these that's playoffs. Two come <clears throat> from behind victories. I don't think right? they've looked great since they worked Philly. If you look at their no, whole, that's fair. Because after that, that's they played fair. a close one against Arizona, or maybe the Arizona one was only close going into the halftime. A close one against Seattle. They got yeah. worked by Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, here's another. I, I, look, Green Bay ran for, like the defense. Kansas City's defense is better. That front line of the Niners not looking good. 136 yards for Green Bay. 182 for Detroit. And you got Pacheco. But Kansas City might just forget to run the ball like Baltimore did. It has nothing to do with the that defense. They were right. Are the Chiefs the new Patriots? That's next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. We don't do hypotheticals. I got another comparison for you. Okay. Isaiah Pacheco, a thin Marshawn Lynch. Welcome back to an electric show. Great coach, legendary quarterback, dominant tight end, my fandom. Chiefs are the new Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> with all the good and the bad that comes with it, according to Corey Woodruff of USA Today writing, like Brady and the Patriots did for all those years, Mahomes and the Chiefs will be the biggest obstacles for your favorite football team finally getting over the hump to bring a Lombardi back to your home stadium. While it won't happen every year, it'll always stand the chance of happening. Nick, your reaction? Yeah, I mean, this is exactly right. And, I t- and I, I'm not being sarcastic here. I empathize and I get the frustration for the other AFC teams because it was a dynasty handoff with no gap year between it in the same conference. The Patriots from 11 to 18 in that eight-year stretch made the AFC title game every year, made five Super Bowls. The Chiefs from 18 to now, because they played each other in that Mm -hmm. AFC title game, have made the AFC title game every year and in the five years since have made four of the five Super Bowls. So which means from 2011 to 2013, the AFC Super Bowls have been five for Tom, Four as appearances. Five for Tom, four for Patrick, two for Peyton as a Bronco, and then Joe Flacco got a weird one and Joe Burrow got a weird one. So everyone else has to feel like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like, and so th- that part of it. Now, what I will say is this, and Brew, I, 
You might agree. Coach is going to reflexively disagree, but I think <laughs> I, you'll have to agree. If the Chiefs win Sunday, they top the Patriots' best five-year stretch, and it's the best five-year stretch in NFL oh, history. Five. If we can show it to you, right. what it would be, this is if they win Sunday. It's essentially identical with, I mean, as close as you can get, but one more regular season win. They both will have been to the conference title game every year. They both will have lost Super Bowl. They both will have won three. It's at least a tie, if you will, and there's nothing else comes close because the Cowboys in the 90s right. didn't get to a fourth. The Steelers in the 70s, they needed six years. So I'm talking about a five-year stretch. So that's where that's where we're at. The Chiefs started off at the apex of the Patriots dynasty. I agree with everything you said. However, the article was saying not just AFC teams not liking the Chiefs, but fans, like all of the NFL world outside of Kansas City, not liking them as the evil empire. And that's where I'll counter. I, I think they could actually be like the anti-Patriots because, I mean, just starting off with the quarterbacks, and obviously Brady's light, but Mahomes has been more of a driving force in this dynasty than Brady was at the beginning. It was Brady and Belichick, you know, because Brady, they turned it around with Brady, but he wasn't doing what Mahomes, he wasn't leading them like Mahomes has led the Chiefs. Secondly, there's no cheating scandal. Like a lot of the reason people like, dislike the Patriots was because of the cheating scandal. Uh, I, no, I think there. That I, I think, think this, a lot I think of people that was the case. Then added to it because even if you didn't want to care about the first, but that one, was, then there was much a later. One. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So I think there. I think there was that. I think um, Kansas City is more likable. Mahomes and Andy Reid is much more likable than Belichick. He's in all these commercials what, and he's he funny. Eats hamburgers? No, but he's good. It's <laughs> funny in the commercials. And so, he's certainly more. Because what I think is this, Coach Motif was he was didn't care about being liked. Right. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here's the look. You, just because you dominate and you become a dynasty, like the article was painted, like it's going to be boring. Like who's going to beat the Chiefs? The Jordan Bulls dominated unlike anything we've seen in the NBA since and before until, since Bill Russell. And they were beloved because Jordan's style of play was exciting. That's right. That's where we talked earlier. Yes, it's nice if they keep winning with the defense, but you got Patrick Mahomes. If they let him cook and be as exciting as he's been earlier in his career, then I think a lot of people will just love them and they'll become America's team for a stretch. Well, look, I agree that they are more likable. They have more likable factors to them, except when you look at, at the reaction to the Ravens AFC Championship game, everybody was looking for Lamar Jackson to finally end the Chiefs' reign. And as, as likable as they are, they're kind of saturated. I mean, every single commercial, every single day is something Chiefs-related, and, and it gets old. And then there's the post-games like, oh, you thought we weren't going to be here, and we're here. That, well, that, stop that, making them underdogs. Well, I'm just stop saying that. Stop doubting them. So now you're taunting. So, that, so there's, there's that element No, they're to talking it. to you directly. And I, I understand. <laughs> I, understand I understand that Nick wants to say that, that they were equal. I, I would argue that the quarterbacks that, that were faced during that, air, that time period or a lot more challenging than the quarterbacks that oh, are being faced right now. I mean, really? you got Josh Allen, really? Nick Foles in a Super Bowl. Bowl. This is the second batch of yes. Super Bowl wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking no, about the first no, batch. No, no, the, the second. Well, we were. Oh, the first batch of Jake Delhomme in a Super well, Bowl. I'm just, I'm just saying. Don McNabb throwing up on himself. What are we talking about? Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. There were there were a lot of elite guys the record, every I, year. You didn't see the last block, but. Mahomes is playing Drew Brees. Oh, 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 yeah. oh I, I, I did see that. Did you see that? No. Was, was I, I putting Bernie on the no. Drew Brees <laughs> right yeah. now. I, I, I would argue that the, the level of, of quarterback play at that time is arguably higher than wow. um, what Go you, ahead, and you face. Some think okay, well, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, 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 you think this is the best No, some think this is the best quarterback ever. Hold on. You guys weren't beating Dan Manning. You guys lost. We were. That's not what I'm. Yes, and you missed the playoffs in the interim. Uh, we're not even talking, talking about, those about first that. Three Super Bowl yeah, we're not. Oh, you're you, talking about the second. You're not. Yes, you're the I am because in the first it, three, you guys it. missed the playoffs I, I, after once. the first one. Forget which batch of three. Yeah. You're talking about. Well, that's not as good. <laughs> okay, there's one. It's, but two more. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I know we're sitting on two. We just like let's all. Right. It was under the hypothesis of them winning. I don't do hypotheses. I'm going to call. I'm facts guy. I got to be facts too. I can't just be away from the This side of the table is facts, baby. Yeah. In any event, yeah. Tom Brady, let's hear what he had to say. He joined Colin this afternoon. Take a listen. I think Patrick, obviously, I think he's a tremendous player. He's 
a great leader. I think that's one part. Everyone would look at all oh, a pass that's a no look pass. I look at how do his teammates care about him? Do they respond to him? And that happens week in and week out with him. So that's why I think they're always the team to beat. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's right. Not, but I the I think that this year's team in particular. None of it can happen without Patrick, and because the receiving core was in such disarray, you know, certainly early in the year, I think if you just put a good quarterback on the Chiefs, the offense grinds to a halt. I think oh, it yeah. took a great player. Absolutely. Absolutely. With all that said, the, the reason this Chiefs team was able to survive the growing pains is what they were able to do defensively, which is what makes it so unique. So Brady, throughout his run, nine times had a top-five scoring defense. This is Mahomes' first one. And I, here's another place, and I want your take on it, Coach, where I see a similarity between the Chiefs and the Patriots dynasty. The, Chief, the di- Patriots had a defensive-minded head coach who got to go mind-meld with a great offensive coordinator who he didn't really have to worry about losing for a long stretch of time because after Josh flamed out with the Broncos, it was going to be a decade till he got another head coaching opportunity. So he didn't, while everyone else was dealing with brain drain and things like that, and while he had to lose you guys, defensive coordinators, a lot because he's defensive side of the ball, when, when you leave, he can pick up some of the slack there until the next guy's kind of ready for it. Andy gets Steve Spagnuolo a year into Mahomes as the starter. Spagnuolo did not work out as a head coach. No one talks about interviewing for jobs. None of it. So Andy, while he can lose enemy and pick up some of the slack over the course of the year, he has Steve Spagnuolo there to basically the whole time to be able to run that and not have to worry about losing it, which I think is a huge element to this year's team, and it's similar to what the Patriots had with Josh. Yeah, we definitely having the continuity with Andy and, and the, relate, the long relationship with Spagnuolo. A lot of people wouldn't have stayed with Spagnuolo the way that Andy did, and, and now that he's, he's viewed differently than he was during the early days of the Chiefs, Ryan. But, but it still comes back to the fact that with Patrick, he is such a force multiplier. There we go. He's gone through the first contract. He's paid all that money. They've had to not spend as much money on offensive players. And now it, there's growing pains, but he's still finding a way to make it work. And everybody on that sideline knows that as long as we're in the game, as you know, and, and late, Patrick's probably going to pull it out. Mm-hmm. And that confidence, that, that extreme confidence, it's, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. Do you want to go, Brewer? I had a question. No, go ahead. Do you think there's a element of when you were with Tom that there's a tiger, what we call the tiger effect, where you always hear like um, guys at the Masters or whatever would hear a big roar, and even though they're like t- Tiger was, you know, holes ahead of them or holes behind them, they would have to start changing their game because they knew Tiger was coming. Do you think when Mahomes guys see Mahomes on the side, like we're going to change the way we play? Yeah, you you have to be worried about about how many points he could potentially put up at any point. And so typically, and this year has been a little bit different, but you'll take chances that you wouldn't normally take because he can be so explosive at any point. And and you think, okay, maybe we've got to go for it on fourth down. Maybe we've got to take uh, fake punts or do things that we wouldn't traditionally do because he's so good and we don't want to give him the ball. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I think Lamar did and Josh Allen. Yeah, yes. looked like their 100%. whole team. Josh Definitely Allen, the yes. Ravens. Josh Allen three plays into the game was throwing a lot. I thought that was a good play though. The, the illegal. Yeah, was, it wasn't illegal. Was there a flag? I, I didn't see a flag. There weren't any flags. Offense coordinator Ben Johnson staying in Detroit. Took interviews with the Seahawks and Commanders, but opted to come back with the Lions to make another run at the that Super Bowl. Is great news. It will not be easy though, according to Dan Campbell. Take a listen, bro. Sometimes you can only say so much, you got to live it, unfortunately. And you got to get your heart ripped out, which we did. And it's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. Okay, so he said that before the Ben Johnson news yeah. hit. Uh, Brew your reaction. One, Coach, I, I don't get why you would say that to your team after the game, especially one in which maybe some of the players are looking at you like, 
dude, you just blew, you know, these calls and, and things like that. I get it before the game. That's a great motivation. Like, hey, this might be our only time getting here. Let's make the most of it. But after the game, I, I don't get that. That said, I think Detroit's going to be right there in the mix next year. Like, I, I like them as much. Like, San Francisco, win or lose this Super Bowl, it's going to be hard to get back. We know how hard it is to get back to the Super Bowl. And if they lose, the Super Bowl hangover. You know, so I think you got the Rams will be good. Detroit, mm-hmm. Dallas, and Philly will be good. And the Niners. But Detroit, I think, is going to be right there. And Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to be a, sure. a very good contender. But, yeah, Detroit's got a shot next year, especially with Johnson coming back. I, I understand why he said it because they, there is this – this perception that you get to start where you left off, and especially with a young team and a team that's not used to being successful, you think, okay, well, we, we went to the NFC Championship game. Where, you know, that's, that's where we're going to start, and that's not true at all. You have to start over, and all the work that you put in last year, you've got to do better than you did the year before because everybody prepares for you differently, and people look at you differently. So it is a much harder road. So I appreciate so off-season motivation. Well, it's just it's just honesty. There's a lot of times where where teams are successful, but it's a one-off, and and to have that honest conversation, I, I think that's a good thing. In terms of their ability to get back, the, the the good news for them is they've got a lot of salary cap space. They've got a, a very young team. They've been extremely good at drafting. So those three things are are, are positive. I'd say the emergence of Jordan Love that that could cause some problems. The Bears were pretty good at the end of the season. They've got a ton of draft capital. That'll be another challenge that they have to overcome. Huh. They get to keep the coordinator, which is nice. You know, and it's one of those things for the coordinator, too, where you've got this opportunity to be a head coach. Maybe it'll happen again next year. Maybe it won't. So, you know, he made the decision he made. Hopefully it pays off for Caleb him and the Lions. Yeah, so, no, Lions I mean, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, I appreciate the self-awareness here from Dan Campbell uh, because everybody thinks you're always going to be there. Philip Rivers got to an AFC title game early. And is this going to be a KC thing? No, oh. no, it's not. No, <laughs> but honestly, gonna, everything's going to be there. No, only Kansas City. I, no, no, no. I, oh, but okay. I mean, if we look at the last twenty years, the only people who it was regular for were Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Patrick Mahomes. As far as you're at least in yep. the final four, everyone else, like Russ, it happened twice, back to back. He's never been back. You know what I mean? Matt Ryan got to the final four one time. Cam Newton one time. Uh, the Stafford's been there one – like, what if the Rams – we always talk about the Tart play, right? right Jaboski right, 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 Tart, right, that right, he dropped it. Right. They dropped it. We're The Rams, we would have thought right then and there, oh, they're going to be right there. They, yep. they haven't been that close yep. to a conference title game again since then. It is incredibly hard. And, and this is where you guys – Coach said it, and I will kind of – or Coach at least opened the door for me. I believe it is very likely – that over the next few years, the Lions have the third best quarterback in their own division. Maybe not next season, but I think Caleb will, in short order, be better than Jared Goff. Jordan Love oh. might be better than Jer- Jared Goff Man, next year. I don't year. trust the Bears at all. I, at all. Okay, well, okay, well maybe, listen, that might be true. I think the new GM, not new, but Ryan Poles, I think he's done a good job since he got there. I think the tra- trade he executed. Justin Fields. But I don't, think, I, don't know, I don't know how good Justin Fields is, but that's, just, that's I don't fine. know either. Because the, of the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's fair. So no, you can, that's, that's we, we can have true. difference of opinion there. But I think it is very on the board that they have the third best quarterback in their own division. That's like, fair. And so it's just hard. It's harder than people think. It Absolutely. is the, the, le, the, the truly, truly legendary guys are the only guys who are there regularly. Yep. And so I'm not saying the Lions can't. I agree with Rue, but it's. Are they ever going to be up 17 in the conference championship game again with this core? Almost assuredly. Shots at Kirk Cousins? I don't even know where he's going to play next year. He might play for the Niners. Replace Drew Brees. Pre-game warm-ups. Justin Tucker surrounded by Chiefs until Travis not so politely moves his stuff. Here's Justin Tucker's take on the whole situation. That's just kind of the way way we've always done it and the way uh, kickers around the league have always done it. you know, and I, I saw Patrick there trying to warm up and get some drop back. So uh, he asked me while I was on the ground stretching, like, if I could move my helmet. So I happily got up and I moved my helmet out of the way. At least I thought it was enough out of the way. Um, and then uh, Travis comes over and he just kicks my stuff and he throws my helmet. And I just thought it was all just some gamesmanship, um, you know, all in good fun. But they seem to be taking it a little bit more seriously. <laughs> Put it on the epitaph of the game. 
<laughs> I mean, that is, and by the way, this is credit, great podcast, or uh, Amateur Hour Kansas City, a Chiefs podcast. Uh, Nick Reese said this, quote, I thought it was gamesmanship, all in good fun. They seem to be taking it more seriously. Yeah, that, that's how the three and a half hours looked. That the Ravens thought it was all in good fun. Hey, hey guys, you see this cool dance we, we designed to mock your wives and girlfriends? Hey guys, you, you see the extra jawing we're doing after the, huddle, yeah, after the play? Yeah, taunting. While the Chiefs, from the moment they got there, were angry. I don't really know who they were angry at. I know that the you guys thought... You guys remember the Patrick puts his pants on one leg at a time quote from Patrick Qu- yeah. Roquan Smith? And I was talking about, should we put it on the board? And you guys were like, that's ridiculous. And then in the locker room, they're showing an IG live yeah. of Roquan Smith talking. They're like, oh, you talked all that trash. <laughs> like, the Chiefs walked in there angry. And the Ravens, I don't think, were quite ready for the moment. I don't know. I, I don't know if bullying the kicker is necessarily the way to show that you're like everybody gets it. Yeah, it's it's like he's kick, literally hey. done the same thing. I'm I 100% believe that that's been his routine I for 12 years. Well. And then on he, the goal line, right where the quarterback's yes, dropping back. He, I promise you, kickers are as as. Justin Tucker's a little different. He, he's, know, kind of a, he's kind no, of a tough No, kicker. he's not a tough <laughs> No, he is. He is. I, yeah, he is. He's, he's like a Hall of Fame kicker. He's, he's, he's like, this is my he's area. Yeah. Kelsey, get tough, out of here. But it's like, he, it's like you're bullying the insurance salesman at a bar. Hey. No. Travis Kelsey comes over like the bouncer and throws the guy out of the bar. Yeah. He's the kicker <laughs> who's yeah. just worn up and doing the same yeah, thing for the last 12 years. Well, then why don't you do it somewhere else? Do it somewhere else. Real quick. So it's like, all right. You know, we're, we're going to beat you up. I, yeah. I got to be honest. I, I had no problem with what Kelsey did. And I think, like, he didn't look back at Tucker, like, or flex when he threw his up. I well, think, I think, Kel- no, I think Kelsey's attitude was, like, if you look at this, I looked at this and was like, man, that Mahomes, helmet and those balls are close to my heart. And you don't want him turning an ankle or something on that. I and mean, I think he's Kelsey, one of the world's greatest athletes. No, you think he's going to accidentally turn? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't want a football, two footballs and a helmet that close to a team. guy's leg. Get out and of here. I think Kelsey's attitude was, dude, he asked you to move it. And now, Kelsey didn't start anything. He didn't look back. Like, he just, he asked but, you to move it. Get the stuff out of here. But it was also after, I don't know if people realize that the sequence was Mahomes moves the the, he kicks the, the tee, tee yeah. and then Tucker looks at him, smiles, and sets it right back up where it, Mahomes moved from. So then Mahomes kicks it, and then Tucker keeps doing what he's doing. And because Kelsey I'm walks sure over Tucker there. thought, this can't be serious. But of course it's serious. Yeah. Out of the way. Hold, wait a second. Wait a second, Coach. One of your best stories is that Bill Belichick took as motivation the Philadelphia City Planning Department for a parade. That it was the city of Philadelphia was like, hey, guys, we're going to go down Broad Street. That you are finding any potential slight. You're telling me that that is more related to football than Justin Tucker. He has, let me do the math, 5,200 square yards of area he could operate in. And he goes to the one two-by-two-yard area where Patrick Mahomes is dropping back. Maybe Kelsey bullied him so he'd go tell his tough friends and then they'd get all the personal problems. Because <laughs> well, they were so mad that, he, that they bullied the kicker. I also just love, I thought it was an insightful look into Kelsey and Mahomes' relationship. It's like, it's almost like a hockey goalie. It's like, hey, you're the most important person. I'll take care of this stuff for you. I yeah. just loved it. Yeah. It's like, we are partners but here. You're not I'll taking take on care. the biker gang. You're taking on the, the he, librarian. He, he was pancaking guys in <laughs> the game, too, but he's locked in. Justin Tucker was without – and here's the other part of it. The Chiefs, I believe, would have beaten the Bills even if Bass made that kick. Yeah. Because they would have gotten the ball, whatever. But they did win that game. The end of that game was that kicker missing a kick. That is also in a game that ended up being low scoring, as some smart people predicted, a field goal defense game. They were messing with Tucker. They didn't want him to have his regular warm-ups. And what I'm saying is that is smart, and Justin Tucker was trying to mess love with it. them. Just love what? it. Yeah. Just love Get it. Get out of here, Tucker. Just and by, He's also side. probably – I mean, Bucker's coming for his corner anyway, goat kicker. He might have a lot of goats on this team. Tight end, quarterback, coach, <laughs> kicker, who knows, man. Chris Jones playing. Chris Jones. Oh, yeah, I mean, who coach. knows? Live from New York. It's a show that is preparing to ascend Mahomes Mountain. It's the second hour of First Things First today. The one quote 
that will make you think, hold on, did the Chiefs just break the Ravens' spirit? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, LeBron and the Lakers lose again to Dylan Brooks and a Shingoon. <laughs> Our changes coming to L.A., but right now we're headed to the mountain. Well, it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and after months of climbing, we've seen friends and foes alike succumb to the attitude and altitude, and now only two quarterbacks have survived. Oh, it's chilly. But the mountain always has a surprise in store. Whether an icy crevasse or an even colder take, come with me as we finally near the peak of Mahomes. I did it wrong again. Mahomes Mountain. <laughs> well done, Kevin. Well, not really. I mean, we I made a mistake in it. <laughs> yeah, we, we were pressed for time, couldn't do a second take, didn't want to do it. The, the Gen Z loves it real. Oh, okay, no problem. Is that what you learned trying to chase yeah. down Mr. Beast on you? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we have kind of dueling mountains here. Of course, for the postseason, there are only two quarterbacks left. And to no one's surprise, Patrick Mahomes remains atop the mountain. To a lot of people's surprise, Brock Purdy continues to ascend. Reveal the mountain. What? <laughs> what is so funny? Who is vacant? <laughs> who is that? There's listen. There's any time. Is that the silhouette of who Purdy no. vanquished? No, it's just there's. It's not left to right, Brew. It's, it's totally, I got to a source on your committee, Nick. There is not a committee. No. Tomorrow. There is not a committee. All right, and, that's all Because right. you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners have a board. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's wow. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm okay. just saying. So that is this, you know, the final playoff edition of Mahomes. There's not a lot of intrigue. There's not a lot of debate. Even people who would say Brock Purdy might one day be Drew Brees, but not a Hall of Famer, not 15 all time, but Drew Brees would not argue that Brock Purdy is better than Patrick Mahomes. So now we look to the all-time mountain, the 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time, and there is one person yet for Patrick Mahomes to chase down. Our colleague and friend who was just on with Colin Coward two and a half hours ago, the unquestionable GOAT right now, Tom Brady. So much like a marathon, you can't win it five miles in, six miles in, but the question is what pace are you on? So let's look at it. We all know the numbers for Patrick are going to far outstrip early Brady. That's not going to sway anyone, but it should be noted how dramatic those numbers truly are. 85 yards per game more, even a better win percentage for the quarterback wins group, far better touchdown-interception ratio, and a passer rating that's up 15 points. But what about in the postseason, which is what Brady was known for? Again, through six years in the postseason, it is more of the same. While the record is closer, it is still in Mahomes' favor from completion percentage far better. Again, all the statistics will really favor Patrick Mahomes. But then there is what made Brady Brady. It is the rings and the volume of team accomplishments that he literally quarterbacked. So this is what is so intriguing. As we sit here today, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of the pace in everything. He goes to a Super Bowl, or he wins a Super Bowl more often, barely. Goes to a Super Bowl more often by a substantial margin, and of course has never not been to a conference championship game. But what if, Brew, Mahomes wins in two weeks? What would that pace then look like? Now, we're talking about way ahead of the pace. He would then all of a sudden have won 50% of his seasons. Brady's numbers, of course, stay the same, while Mahomes' Super Bowl win is what jumps up to where he wins the Super Bowl in half of their seasons. To be fair, for both of these guys, we are not counting their rookie seasons when they did not play. So for both these guys, it's from year two onward. And then again, if they were to win, Brew, how would Mahomes' first six years stack up with Tom's first 13 years? So the statistics, we know what they are. And amazingly, Mahomes will already have matched almost game for game what Tom did the first 13 years of his career. He also has already matched him for MVPs for the first 13 years of his career as Tom won his third in 2017, year 17 for him. So with all that said, the question I posit to you and to the group is, right now, if they win Sun or a week from Sunday, does Mahomes become a favorite to be considered the greatest quarterback of all time? Ooh, does he become the betting favorite right. more likely than not that he is considered the greatest quarterback ever? 
I, I think yes. Now, right now, I would have Montana two, or I have Montana two. I've got Mahomes three, Manning. Four. And the mountain obviously doesn't have a discernment because it's not left to right. Mahomes <laughs> and Montana, they're just on if, the same level. If Mahomes wins this Super Bowl, I move him ahead of Montana. Now, Montana will have four. Uh, Mahomes will have three, but as you said, individually, he's been more of a phenom than Montana was. All right. Brady, you're right. I mean, he's way ahead of Brady's pace. There's no question. Nobody would argue Brady individually was better than Mahomes early in their career, their first Super Bowl runs. Um, Brady didn't even win his first MVP until 2007, so that's a few years after their first little dynasty. Uh, And he was first-team All-Pro. 2007. That was the first time after the first dynasty. So I think Mahomes, here, here's a little wrinkle. No one has won, no team has ever won three straight. So if Mahomes wins a three-peat, now I know that's saying a lot, but oh. if they win it this year and then they win it next year and they have the first three-peat in NFL history, I think a lot of people, well, I don't know right if it's then. a majority, I, but I think a lot, I think a good number of people will say at four, just because he had the first three peat and how dominant he's been individually, they would say he's oh, I, I don't think I would go there. But I think five, I've always said five is what he needs. And if you got five with a three peat, or even if there's no three peat, if you have five in ten years, because Brady, like you said, his first what, 13 years, he only had three. If you have five in ten years, then I think I think almost everyone would start to say at that point he oh, is and the coach goal. is quick. And coach, I gotta go. say one last thing. Yeah. I cannot see Patrick Mahomes having a 10-year stretch while he's still in his prime without winning a Super Bowl. I, I just can't see it at this point. Uh, no, I was just gonna say when Bruce point about what if he were to three-peat and get to four, a lot of smart people believe that once you have four championships, you're in any GOAT conversation, that it's not about counting rings. It, That's cross football. A lot sure. of people believe that. Not yeah, go ahead. basketball. No, go ahead. So just to, to respond to one point that you made, Brew, about the MVPs and how long it took him, I think he he, he suffered from what Brock Purdy's going through because he was a six-round draft pick versus Holmes, who was a first-round draft pick. People had a hard time giving him the credit that, that he deserved. But how many Super Bowls did Tom win total? Was seven. 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 Was oh, it was seven Super Bowls. So I don't know if Mahomes is going to have the longevity that, that Tom had. And, and, and I think that's the first issue for Patrick Mahomes because a big part of his game is his ability to run. And when you look at the difference between him and Tom, okay, so Tom during the course of his career, he rushed for 807 times in 23 years for a 1.2-yard average. That wasn't <laughs> important to him. Right. Okay, so as he got older, it didn't become a factor in his success. Where with Mahomes, we all know his mobility and his, his, his ability to, to, to generate plays outside the pocket is key to his success. So I think that's going to be the first issue that will prevent him from overcoming Tom. Okay, so, so that's, that's – and, and, and here's the second thing. Tom won faster. Okay, Tom won faster. And as much as you want to jerry-rig the first seven seasons, <laughs> let's look at – let's look at – Okay, so here's the first four seasons, right? So in his first four seasons, how many Super Bowls did he win, Tom? Tom in his first four, three. Three Super Bowls. How many did Patrick win? Two. Okay, so he won. Quicker, oh no, no, no. Right? In Patrick's so first four, he won. He only won one. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. and how many Tom win? What? He won three. And yeah. Patrick won one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so he won quicker. So we can stretch it out over seven years to help the narrative. But the reality is, he won three in his first four years, and Patrick won one. So that's that's part of it. Now let's look at him head to head. Okay, let's look at him head to head. So how can we compare, how can we better compare than in big moments, how they played head to head? So the conference championship, Tom won. The Super Bowl, Tom won. So for you to say that he's better, he beat him head to head, he won quicker, and odds are he's gonna last, he's, so, he'll, Patrick will okay, never so, be able to sustain so, the success So let's that Tom talk had. about this last thing. So the, the one quicker to me is totally irrelevant. Because of course it well, is, because no, it doesn't fit your no, narrative. No, no, no. Because well, let me ask. So, coach, would you be swayed if Patrick wins this year and in two years? If he gets to four, eight years faster than than Tom did, will that sway you at all? I think when he gets to seven, we'll have no, a real no, conversation. Right. So you then we'll so, start so, talking about so, so him to, being the greatest. So to, to my point, will he win with you, another team hold on, too? Hold on. To my point, well, I doubt that you started to get rid of him. But to my point, coach, you're not worried about the speed if Patrick does it faster. 
Because if you're right, Tom got to three faster, but if Patrick gets to four faster, you won't care about that anymore. So let's talk about he the head-to-head. -head. He has three to one in his first four years. I understand. and if it, Right, and I'm asking you, if, if Mahomes gets to four to three in his first eight, will that matter? I think it won't. But the head-to-head -head matters to a lot of people. That's going to so be that, a tough So that, to me, is worth discussing. Because Brady was in his 40s so, as well. That's right, so, be so that, to me, and is after his career. But I don't, right. Still but, better. Okay, so hold on. I think most people would expect... Do we still think Tom Brady, with the second to last year in the Patriots, was in his prime? I do. He had won league MVP in 2017. He beat. He won league MVP in 2017. He beat Mahomes in 2018. So that. Here, so, here's what I would say to that, Nick. I, I did think at that point in his career, Brady was starting to have trouble carrying. Okay. The, the average well, receiver. Okay, well, that's, I mean, he won league MVP the year before. At no, he point, was, his longevity is, is not questioned. Oh. But the the numbers coach put up about the head-to-head matchups are wildly misleading. So the Super really? Bowl, yeah, because oh, I'll show you. Here's the AFC title game. No, no, don't. That's the the two games put together. Show us the AFC <laughs> title good. game that, that Tom Brady won if we could. If anybody watched that game and felt like Tom Brady outplayed Patrick Mahomes, they're lying to you. Now, I give him credit, and he won. They won the coin toss. The Chiefs didn't ask for the rules to be changed like Buffalo did. He never got the ball. It, and the only reason that's two interceptions and not three, of course, is the D Ford offsides. And so the point I'm making is people look at the 2-0 as dispositive. I don't think anyone can intellectually be honest and say D Ford lining up on or offside should have a tangible impact on the GOAT debate. But, but if he doesn't, gonna, they're 1-1. One, one. That's, that's the only play that's the only player yeah. that has in the whole no, game. No, that's, that's a detail no, that's going to be no, forgotten. That's, you, you know That's fine. Works. And so that, that if we want to argue that so that then leads me to the question, is it dead? Because so because if it is, we have a very different type of Tom Brady discussion, which is he's lost in the he has in the playoffs, he has a losing record to Peyton. Does anyone care? He's 0-2 to Eli. Does anyone care? I'm just curious. If 2-0... Well, if, I think they would care if those guys also had right. more Super Bowls Five than Tom. Super Bowls. If they'd won faster than Tom. So, if, so Tom won head-to-head. -head, he won faster. He's won more. But yet... The, the one faster part to me is... The, the, it is not to me relevant that Mahomes won MVPs faster. I'm not worried about Tom winning the Super Bowls faster. We're talking about the width, the width and breadth of their career. But it's, do you think it is impossible... Do you think it's impossible because he's 0-2 to pass? Yeah, because he's 0-2. No. Because no. Brady, because no. Brady retired. But I think the two, now. I think the two hardest things for him to overcome. I mean, getting a seven is obviously the, the key. But I think the head-to-head, -head, which is something Brady supporters are going to be able to stick on, and then also Mahomes went to a team that was was good already. Had 11 wins the year before. Brady went to a team that was no. That's a that when you nitpick when you get into we're these not, discussions. Can I say something? The we're Patriots weren't good. There's a before. five Super Bowl gap. We don't need to get down with our microscopes. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm saying, oh, what I'm about saying this when Mahomes play? gets to five or maybe he catches, I, I, I think he's got a chance to catch When he gets to five, he'll still be a full it Hall of Fame career behind. At five? It will be a discussion. He still I'll has be sitting to get here to three. and be like, you know what? He's still two Super Bowls behind. It's how many he has now. If he gets to five, that'll be the gap. Wow. I, I know it's like I, I, I think so. I'm a simpleton right. up know, here. This is just, why Wild has always seven. said Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player ever. <laughs> did they play in the far. same era? What? Did, no. did Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady play in the same no. era? Oh, yes, did? I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Bill yes. Russell. Yeah, of course. I'm beating him head to head. Yeah. Okay. The, so the it's over. Moment. So then it doesn't if Bill Russell and Michael <laughs> Jordan were playing in the same era, we would have an interesting conversation. You know, the Ravens were the number one seed. They had the MVP, all-time great defense, best point differential in the league, and they blew out the 49ers, who are now in the Super Bowl. This is not lost on Marlon Humphrey, who tweeted, uh, dang, fam, it just hit me. This was, really was our year. Nick? Yeah? Do you feel for the guy? I'd rather hear how Bruce thinks. This was his team. He had the shoes. He had the tie. He had the sunglasses. He had the robe. He had the. Belief. I had the team. He this had was their year, especially with the Chiefs being down in the regular season. Uh, here's the thing that upsets me the most about it, Coach. They lost not playing their game. If Steph Curry loses, lose shooting threes. Don't lose driving to the basket every day. If, if LeBron loses, lose going to the hole. Don't lose shooting a bunch of three-pointers. And they, for whatever reason, didn't run the football. Every game this season, 
They ran for over 100, or 100 yards or more. All right, except versus the Chiefs. Yeah. And it wasn't because the Chiefs were shutting them down. They averaged over five yards of run. Yeah. All right, so they, I'm not saying the Chiefs didn't have some good stops that maybe discouraged them, but they also had some big runs too. Lamar had one. Gus Edwards had one. So that is number one, the horrible game plan. All right, horrible game plan. Putting the ball plan. in the MVP's hands? Yeah, yeah, as a pocket passer. Like, I, mean, like I, I don't think they, they, their game plan was I mean, they terrible. Fired Greg Roman the self- to get away from that. Yeah, right. but you, you yeah, gotta understand this, this guy. <laughs> this guy has a special <laughs> ability. And so, first, there was a horrible game plan. Second was the self-inflicted wounds with the roughing the pass or unnecessary roughness. Zay Flowers with the taunting, and then you get the home field. And as badly as they played, now I don't want to again take anything from the Chiefs, but as poorly as the Ravens played. They had chances. Yeah. They had chances late in this game that they blew. So this is going to haunt them. You know it. It was better than anybody. It's going to haunt them for the rest of their careers. Yeah, it's, it was really hard to watch it and, and to watch it unfold the way the way it did. And when we beat the Rams in the Super Bowl as 14-point underdogs, the things we were scared to death of is them running the ball. Like, we were going to play split safety defense. We were going to jam the receivers. But we knew we had a huge weakness if they ran the ball. But they wouldn't run the ball. And, and, so, and so the fact that they played into exactly what we wanted them to do is what allowed us to win the Super Bowl. And, and that felt like the same way here is they wanted this to become a passing game by the Ravens. They wanted them to go away from their strength. And, and the fact that Baltimore was willing to play into that narrative and to, to accommodate them, that's, that's the difference in the game. And, and they're going to look back at it. Kansas City has a down year. They're the number one seed. Now they're going back to a division where Joe Burrow is going to be healthy again. Mm-hmm. He was down this year. Who knows what happens with Deshaun Watson. The Steelers ideally will get their quarterback situation figured out. And, and to have everything lined up, number one scoring defense, number one in sacks, number one in takeaways, second in the red zone, so many good things going for you. And you beat up the team that you defeated in the Super yep. Bowl. It, it's going to be tough for all those guys to watch, to watch this game moving forward. Here's a forward. question. I'll freestyle a question. This is what I had written down. Do you feel like we've kept the same energy for the Ravens and the Bills? That when the Bills lost to the Chiefs, they were basically, you've said they were broken, the overtime game broke them, and they were haunted by the Chiefs, and they were like, you know what, we have to build our team to chase the Chiefs and beat the Chiefs, and they can't beat the Chiefs. Do you feel like the same thing Happened to the Ravens. Well, I, well, the reason I, the Bills are in a different spot because the Bills have lost to the Chiefs three out of four right. years in the playoffs. This is the first time the Chiefs and the Ravens have played in the playoffs. I think the 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 question for the Bills is: Are they? Do they think they are? AFC varsity when they're really the best of the JV. Yeah. If they if, for, if the last four years in the playoffs they have either they have lost either Mahomes or Burrow four years in a row that does make you question who you are. The problem for the Ravens is this. The problem for the Ravens is are they regular season varsity and playoff freshman team? Mm. And that is the big concern about the Ravens and we, whether it's a weird spot where it's like their big mistake was they put the game in Lamar's hands. This season was about Lamar. It was put about the game in Lamar's hands as a passer. Right. right. He, well, he rarely it's, threw it's, 37 it's times. very inconsistent with the formula they had for success throughout the season. Okay, but hold on. The formula they had success throughout the season was not Lamar running the ball at the volume that he had previously in his career. It was the whole idea. He, he ran the ball but, at the same level as he did. But it was, the, it was uh, sorry, same style. It was the whole idea was get away from the Greg Roman thing and have it be a more of a drop-back-based offense, right? That was the whole I mean, idea. But they was, led the, the league in That was the theory. In Russia, too. Yeah. And, the, the, and, and so also the, point differential, I, so they're I, just handing the ball. I don't too. think the Ravens forgot to run the ball. I think the Chiefs really? defense, yeah, I think the Chiefs defense dared them to throw it, and they took the dare. I think the Chiefs defense said, we're going to give you looks that demand you throw if you trust your quarterback. Lucky for you, your quarterback's league MVP. And lucky for you, you spent all this money on receivers, so you're going to throw the ball. And it's exactly what the Chiefs wanted. I, yeah, just in general, I don't buy the simple idea like, Forgot. shoot, running. Yeah. Yo, we're the Ravens. Like, the, the Chiefs yeah, forced them out of it. Give them numbers, and if you go with They it, average five yards a carry. It's the greatest segment in all of sports. It's Nick's Tears. What exactly is it? Any hints? Super Bowl edition. Ooh. And it's the last edition of the year. Really? Of this season. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Uh, medals time. Wemby versus the Wizards, and he just caught this one. Unfortunately, lost to the Wizards. <laughs> Brew doesn't Not care. his fault. I don't care. Bronze medal. Rookie, don't care. The Joker, 25, 16, and 12. And you know what I thought was cool? Even though they were playing Denver, in Denver, Giannis decided to play. That's nice. I was like, you know what? That's a good you know Dane what? barely did. Good wow. job. Silver medal. Shots. Oh, he made it. He can play. Gold medal. My large adult Slovenian son, who's the league MVP. 45, 9, and really? 15. Well, Embiid's not going to be eligible. Joker's great, but doesn't seem that interested. It's what are they, six? 45, 9, and 15. I think they're going to move up. They need to move up for him to be yeah. the MVP, okay. but he's where my money would be. There's a middle stand Jason last night in the association. We'll do it tomorrow. Jason Kidd? Yeah, he can't win MVPs. No, but Luca, Luca is on Kobe and Jordan's level. Uh, Lakers got rolled by the Rockets last night. Dylan, the villain, uh, pestered LeBron all night and clobbered him here for a flagrant one. LeBron wanted it to be a flagrant two. It yeah. wasn't. Uh, LeBron was then asked about Dylan's antics after the game. Take a listen. We were here earlier this year. Uh, we asked you about the uh, Next question. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is your guys' fault. what I do? You encourage this. You said you like him. You said you're rooting you for like him. him. Last year, you ended up, like, doing a weird pity party. Like, oh, he didn't want to be this guy. And, and Oh, he said that. Yeah. I remember and, that. And... and and so I want to be the villain. But yeah, and something. so I mean, it's just he's a mediocre, dirty player. Ah, uh, he's playing great. I, I, okay, I, I, great. Look, oh, pretty good. The yeah. Lakers. Who, who did LeBron get into it early in the season with at Houston? Ime Udoka. Oh, Ime. Okay. They should have known that the Rockets were going to come out like that. And I would have liked to see one of LeBron's teammates. This is your guy. This is y'all chant. Go to him all the time. Bando. Come over and do but something. But Dylan, Dylan already got Bando, yeah, Bando out had already been kicked out. He's just a dirty player who gets Tomorrow. Yeah, he does LeBron asking for a trade. Stuff.